You're listening to the Good Christian Podcast. We're not saying that we're always good Christians, but this is always a good podcast for Christians to listen to. I am your host, Alex Sanfilippo. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to 2021. I know so many people listening to this don't think they're going to survive 2020, but here we are. So excited to have everyone back. And thank you to everyone on a global level that is listening now to this podcast. I thank you so much for being with me every single month. So I was thinking about how to start off 2021 and me being somebody who really enjoys the act of setting goals. I think it's because I actually see the power of them. I kind of wanted to make a episode, not about goal setting, but something that will really just help people get organized for 2021. So I'm going to talk about how to make this your best year yet. So five ways to make 2021 your best year yet. I'm excited to jump into this. And real quick, just again, a recap this last year. I know we got into politics. We got into racism. We got into equality. We got into COVID. We got into all kinds of things last year. And that's because last year was really just a, a crazy year. And now that I'm reflecting on that year, I'm actually really thankful for certain things that did happen. It forced me to get more real in my relationship with God and to prioritize the things that that I've always claimed to prioritize, but maybe didn't really because I didn't need to, if that makes sense. I know I'm kind of being broad there, but there's some things that just happened throughout the year that forced you to really get serious. So all in all, I actually am thankful for 2020. I know it wasn't the best year and some of us Some of us have even experienced loss in 2020 and from a job standpoint, from people that we love, there's been a lot of crazy, but I do think it's really important that every year when it starts, we really try to get off on the right foot when it comes to just getting into a new year. So 2021, I believe is going to be a great year for all of us and I want it to be the best for each and every one of us. So I'm going to dive into five ways I believe we can make this year our best year yet. So get ready to take some notes. I'm going to go ahead and just jump into these five things. I'm going to really rapid fire through these things, but I want to give you a resource as well. If you visit dailyps.com up in the top right corner, the navigation, you'll see making 2021 count. If you'll click on that, it's actually a link to a completely free ebook that's going to expand on a little bit of what I'm talking about here today. It'll go into more detail and give you some additional resources and things like that. Uh, Also, if you just visit dailyps.com and go to the podcast tab, you can also find it there connected with this episode. So let's go ahead and jump in now. So five ways to make 2021 your best year yet. Number one, the first thing I'm going to ask you to do is disconnect. Now this year, again, this past year has been a little bit crazy, right? We feel like we've already been disconnected from the world. But what I mean when I say disconnect, I mean disconnect from yourself. And the part of yourself I'm talking about is more of the digital self, if you will. So get off of social media for a day. Get away from your phone, from music, from podcasts. I mean, finish listening to this one, of course. But, you know, after this, get away from from podcasts and, and from other people just for a little bit. Go somewhere that really inspires you. I've always found it to be so powerful when you can get completely alone and just begin to to disconnect, decompress from the world around you. Again, I like going somewhere where I'm, I'm feeling inspired. And I've said this like probably on almost every episode, but I love going to the beach. I live just a few minutes from the water here in Jacksonville, Florida. And whenever I can get out there and just sit alone, it's very refreshing. So now number one goes right into number two because you're probably saying, okay, Alex, I'm disconnected. What do I do now? Uh, The second thing that you're gonna do is you're gonna start self-reflecting. Now, self-reflection, I believe, always begins with prayer. So for me, when I'm gonna self-reflect, I talk to God for a while first and I just start listening to God. And then I let that transition into me just thinking about this past year of my life. Now, again, I know I've already said this, but 2020 wasn't everyone's favorite year, right? And again, some of us have experienced loss, we've experienced some pain, but we do need to self-reflect and think about the highs and the lows of this past year. It's extremely important for us to do. 
again, I have that ebook resource that'll help you really understand how to self-reflect and get a little bit more out of this even. But it's really important, again, first step is we disconnect. Right after that, as we're disconnecting, we self-reflect. And again, this begins with us connecting with God. That's the most important thing that we can do. We listen to his voice, and then we just begin thinking about what we've got going on in our lives, what we've been through, where are we going. The third thing I want you to do, and this, again, just kind of plays right into it, as you're self-reflecting, make a list. So again, don't take your phone, take a pen and paper, and write down the people in your life that you need to express gratitude toward. I'm going to give you a little secret here. If you want to experience more happiness in your life, then it begins with being thankful with the, to the people that are around you. Expressing gratitude to others will actually increase your overall happiness in life. Uh, I don't even have the science behind it to prove that, but I'm telling you, you express gratitude to one or two people, you are going to actually feel different. You're going to feel energized. So it's something that I really believe in doing. Now, I don't mean just sending one mass text, like being like, all right, here's the 10 people I want to express gratitude to that really helped me out during 2020. Uh, Don't just text them and be like, hey, thankful for all of you. I mean, actually really do something. Write them a handwritten note, call them, send them a video, at least send them like an audio message instead of just a text uh, or an email or anything like that, right? Really, you want to make it feel very personal. And if you can do it in person, I always think that's the best thing to do. But don't just be like, hey, thankful for you, man, or hey, girl, you really helped me out a lot. That sounded weird with me saying it. But uh, when I say express gratitude, I mean actually find the specific things that you want to express to them and that you really are thankful for those individuals. So again, to kind of recap where we're going so far, because all these things really go together, disconnect. So get in that place where you're alone. Spend at least three or four hours doing this, by the way. I didn't mention that earlier, but spend some time doing this. Self-reflect. And as you're doing that, think about the people that have really helped you get to where you are today, or they've just been kind of a guide to you along the way. Find those people, write down their names and Make it intentional that you're going to actually express gratitude toward them. So number four, the next thing is to eliminate something. And this is probably one of my favorite things because I think that it's just so powerful. Many of us think that we just, to to achieve something additional in our lives or something more, we have to just keep on adding things. But the truth is the only thing that you might have to do is eliminate something. And a lot of people really don't understand this. And I'll I'll give a personal example in just a moment here. But first, I'm going to explain that sometimes there's things that seem good but they're actually in disguise. They're actually keeping you from the great. And by eliminating those things that seem good, we might make room for that, that greatness that could come into our lives, something even better that could happen for us. Now, I'm not just talking about removing small things. This could be something big as well, like a relationship. Hello. It's not going the right direction. It's not honoring God. Maybe it's time to actually eliminate that relationship from your life. It could also be a friendship that's just been, been very counterproductive or that that's, doesn't add value to either of you. Maybe it's time to say goodbye to that. Or it could be something small like your daily habit of watching too much TV or uh, playing video games or something else that you do that you're just saying, okay, this really isn't productive for me to be doing anymore. So I want you to really think about that. And again, in that ebook, I have some additional questions you can ask yourself to really figure out what you want to eliminate. And I'm not asking you to eliminate a bunch of things. Really to, to see the effect of this, just eliminate one thing and see what it does. Now, I was telling you I was going to share a personal story. This actually, this last year, it was actually less than a month ago, I actually left a job that I'd been in for 15 years. A lot of people say, Alex, you're crazy. Like, you're one of the few guys that has a really good career. You've got great benefits. You've got great perks of the job. You've got great health insurance. And I actually got rid of that to pursue my startup, uh, creating a brand, Podmatch, and Daily PS. These things are starting to do really well for me. I wanted to actually pursue them full time. And people were like, Alex, that's a terrible idea. Why are you doing this? You're going to remove most of your income that you're making right now. 
And here's the thing. Here I am less than a month later telling you that this was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. My last job, I absolutely loved it. I was there for 15 years, not because I was stuck, but because I really enjoyed it. But I realized that I removed something that was good to make room for something that's great. I can now do more with Daily PS. I can now pursue my startup pod match and also creating a brand. Those are things that I'm passionate about that I love and I'm realizing are already becoming very lucrative for me and replacing that previous income. Now, I could have just stayed there forever and it would have been bad, but again, it was just something good, not something great. And now I'm really in something great. So I want you to really take this point seriously. And again, to kind of give you the entire flow, because all these things go together, while you're disconnected, during your time of self-reflection, while you're expressing gratitude, also take the time to eliminate something. I think this is a really powerful step, and I don't want you to skip that one. So I want to make sure that you, you really understand. I know I spent some time there. So the last thing, number five, is to set the right goals. Not just set goals, it's to set the right goals. Here's the first thing I want to say, because I know some people that heard me say that immediately in their mind said to themselves, well, I'm not a goal person. Here's the thing. I want you to pull out your ID. If you are in the United States, pull out your driver's license and look to see what it says on it. Mine says Caucasian male 510. Uh, Yours might say something different, but guess what? None of ours say goal person or not a goal person on there. And that's because there's no such thing as a goal person. There's either somebody who's disciplined enough to create a goal and to stick with it or somebody who's not. Now, I know that's a little harsh to say, but that is just the reality of setting goals. Setting goals have been proven to help people achieve more in their lives, in their days, and in everything. And it takes a discipline to get them started. So I'm going to challenge you. Stop saying I'm not a goal person or thinking, oh, I don't really set good goals. There is a system that you can follow that will enable you to, to set and achieve goals. And there's quite a few people in my life that I've been in circles with and masterminds with and doing coaching with that I've actually learned the fact is that if you get really good at following a great system of goal setting, you can literally achieve anything. And I'm I'm not trying to turn into one of those motivational speakers of like, you can have your own airplane, your own yacht and your house on the beach, right? Like, I'm not trying to say that, but anything you put your mind to and you follow a proper system of, of how goals actually work and you create just solid disciplines in your life to actually achieve them, you can virtually do anything. That is how billion dollar companies are made. That's how people get extremely wealthy. That's how people build churches that change a lot of lives as they set very specific goals and go after them. So I know I'm saying a lot about goals right now, but it's very important that we are intentional with this this, this year. 2021 is going to be very important for us because we're just coming out of a really hard year for a lot of people. And us as Christians, we need to really set the standard. And I believe this happens by us setting goals. Now, I can't tell you what goals to set, but all I can tell you is a few steps to get you on the right path. Okay, remember again, our whole system here, right? Like we're just gonna go in order. You're disconnected, you've self-reflected, you've expressed gratitude, you've eliminated something, and now you're setting the right goals. While you're setting these goals during this time, what you need to do is first off, write them down. The very first thing you need to do is write them down and be specific with them. Don't just say, I wanna lose weight. That's not a goal, that's a, that's a dream or a wish, right? Now you can say, by the end of the year, I would like to lose 15 pounds, And that's actually a goal. If you write that down, it's something tangible. So, But once you write that down, you also need to get clear on what you need to do every single day. So I wrote down this question that I actually ask myself on a daily basis. What is the one thing that I can do today that will get me closer to achieving my goal? So losing 15 pounds as a goal by the end of the year, that's a big goal. If you just say, okay, I'm losing 15 pounds, that seems impossible for most people. But if you say today... I am going to eat healthy, I'm going to exercise for one hour, and I'm going to drink my body weight in ounces of water, and by doing so, I will lose 
half a pound. And I'm not a dietitian or anything like that. I'm just kind of guessing. I think this is about how it works. Somebody could probably correct me on that though. But if you do that and say, that's what I'm going to do today. And then tomorrow I'm going to do the same thing and work out a little harder. I'm going to make sure that I sweat. I'm going to get outside and run. These things are very small goals that are very tangible, but they will automatically lead you to achieving your goal by the end of the year. Now, fitness might not be what it is for everybody. I just use it as an example because I think it's really easy at the beginning of the year to do. Uh, I have fitness goals that I set for myself every single year. Uh, but again, the point here is to write down the main goal and then break it into something tangible you can do every single day. Make sure that you leave these goals in front of you as well. Like if you have a whiteboard in your office or uh, you can leave a note to yourself on your desk, leave it where it's in front of you where you can see it and rewrite what you're going to do every single day to get closer to that goal. Again, what is the one thing I can do today to get me closer to achieving my goal? When you write that down and get really clear on that, you're going to find that by the end of the year, you're able to achieve anything that you can imagine. And again, download that ebook because I have a little bit more example on that. And if anyone wants to talk about it, uh, definitely comment on this post as well. And I will be happy to respond and, and give you some more best practices and things like that and some, some resources. So the reason that I want to talk about goal setting once again is because I believe if we want to make 2021 our best year yet, we have to be intentional with where we're going. And I think that our goals all need to include God in some way, shape, or form. As the world continues to grow more and more godless, people are getting more hungry for God as well. And if we can learn to be that light through the way that we accomplish things in this year, through the attitude that we hold throughout this year, through the energy that we have around us, which is the spirit of God, I believe that we can begin making a bigger and bigger impact. So I hope this was helpful for you today as you're starting off the year. Again, this is my five ways for making this year your best year yet. That was to disconnect, self-reflect, express gratitude, eliminate something, and set the right goals. I believe that when we do this, we're going to be able to really just excel in this new year. So thank you everyone for listening. Uh, This was a fun episode for me. I love talking about this type of topic. Uh, I want to know from you, what are you going to intentionally do to make this year your best year yet? I actually want to hear from you. So if you visit dailyps.com, click on the podcast tab, you can find this episode and you can leave a comment. I'm definitely going to be reading those comments and responding to them as well. So thank you as always for listening, everybody. Happy 2021. I love all of you. I'm looking forward to being back with you next month.